On week 13 of Footballery, presented by the KB Podcast, the boys took a few weeks off like Kawhi in January, but the load management is over. Kyle and Jason dig deep into the NFL playoff picture. The Bengals get their first win, and somehow the Redskins are still alive for the playoffs. Also, Ron Rivera out in Carolina. Is Cam Newton next? If you need to brush up on your knowledge of the NFL, make sure to subscribe to the KB Podcast as we are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, let's enter into the footballery and shop for some contenders. 51. Rumor, shit, hunt, hunt. Memo and Bobby Boucher showed up at halftime in it. Bud Dogs won the bourbon bowl, do you? Are you ready? You ready for some football? You want the noise brought on you? Because here it comes. What? The noise brought on you? Because here it comes. Just hike the ball, nut job. We are back. Yeah, I'm thinking we're back. Jason, how the hell are you? Doing all right, man. Long time no talk. Yeah, footballery is back week 13 to be exact. And, you know, we just need a little load management. No big deal. You know, didn't want to overwork ourselves. But, you know, we're off the bench, fully rested, ready to go with a jam-packed episode. So, well, first, you know, just how's life going? You know, what's going on there? Oh, man, things are good. Just uh, getting back to work after uh, Turkey Day, where I did Mm -hmm. uh, pretty much nothing, which was awesome. And uh, playing a lot of hockey, officiating a lot of hockey, and watching football. How about you? Nice. I like it. Yeah, I did did a big family Thanksgiving this year to the uh, metropolis of Evansville, Indiana. Um, so, you know, a lot going on there, but no, it was great. I'd see my niece and nephew, a lot of aunts, uncles, cousins. I do not see very often as my family spread out too much food, too much alcohol, not enough football as there is no such thing as too much football. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was, it was a great time I had by all. I've been, you know, eating like a bird since Monday, salads and protein, but trying to, trying to get back on track. <laughs> I hear you. So, um, you know, you're getting ready for the next big holiday. Got got, got some, you know, into December Christmas plans. You getting all your shopping in? Uh, a little bit. Mostly just trying to get uh, all the work done for the end of the year that I can, so that I can relax during the holiday. Gotcha. I work for a Canadian company. Our year is fiscal that is November 1st. That's when. Ah. So I'll get used to that mind. So, um, but enough of the niceries. You got a bourbon for us today? Uh, actually, so so much has happened since we last talked uh, that I thought I'd I'd change that up as well. I've got a scotch today. Whoa, got a scotch. I've got Balvini, which is incidentally Papa Namer's favorite. Oh, yeah. and, that's, that's uh, how you know. It's one of the few scotches I actually like. I like it a lot. I myself have a little homemade old fashioned with just some good old buffalo trees. Oh hey, all right, that sounds good. How do you go? I know you're old fashioned. How do you go old fashioned? Well, uh, well, how? So the way I like it, I don't tend to like it too sweet. So mm-hmm. I do a cube of sugar, splash of water, um, maybe two dashes of bitters, and then uh, usually I do about two ounces of bourbon. Mix all that up. Uh, you got to muddle the sugar cube, of course, 
mix all that up, and then I take uh, orange peel, give it a twist, rim the glass, put that in there, stir that up, and that's your old-fashioned. Some other people like having a cherry in there, um, maybe a little, little more, right, which is fine. Some people like a little more sugar or a little more syrup. Uh, that's totally fine, too. I think the right way to make it is however the hell you want it. Uh, I just tend to like mine a little bit more on the bitter and bourbony side than the sweet side. I got that. It could definitely be too sweet. I like the the cherry just because at the end, it's at the bottom of the glass. Got some of that bourbon soaked into it. Yeah, actually, uh, I'll just I'll just put a plug in, even though they're not an official sponsor. But uh, oh, damn. I, I bought uh, some cherries that are bourbon-infused cherries from Woodford Reserve, and they are actually pretty oh. awesome. Like yeah. Woodford. Yeah. We're mentioning you free pubs. Send us some bourbon infused cherries. Be boss. There you go. Maybe they'll be a sponsor of us now. I got you. I got you. So, where you, I'll let you. Do you want to start with best win, worst loss, or, or where do you want to? Go? Yeah, sure. Uh, so I'll do do my best win last week. I mean, there were there were a number of uh, good candidates, mm-hmm. right? Um, some really good games. But I, as far as best win, I actually gave it to the Buffalo Bills for a a pretty convincing win over a good Cowboys team on Thanksgiving in Dallas. This was the kind of win Buffalo needed. Uh, They're obviously in the playoff race. Uh, They're gaining on on, uh, New England. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, instead of being eight and four right now and only one game in front of Pittsburgh and Tennessee, they're nine and three. And they're actually the third, by record, they're the third best team in the entire AFC. So, excellent win for Buffalo. Uh, it is hard to play in Dallas on Thanksgiving, and they did it. So, that's my that's my pick for best win. I, I love that pick. Gotta love the Bills Mafia. It just mm-hmm. feels like, you know, they have a legit shot to not necessarily win the AFC this year. They are 9-3, but, you know, their wins are the Jets, the Giants, the Bengals. They did win at Tennessee, which is looking like a better win, you know. Yep. They really don't have a great win. Dallas is probably their best win. But, again, the Thanksgiving factor, the short week on the road, I think it's a better win than maybe, you know, um, it looks uh, just because of those factors. You right. Know, come playoff time, you know, you always want to kind of see chaos when your team is in there. I'll definitely be pulled for both. Does it give you hope as a Bengals fan? I know it gives me hope as a Redskins mm-hmm. fan that a team can be so bad for so long and then have a season like mm-hmm. this. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's the I, I implore all Buffalo fans, enjoy it. Don't be yeah. so obsessed with the end result, whether it's you get one playoff win, you get none, you get to AFC Italian, whatever happens. It's a hell of a step in the right sure. direction. Yeah, and you got a, a, a good coach, McDermott, I, I think. Who can say a bad word? And Josh Allen, while I'm not sold that he's like MVP type dude, he's a really good quarterback. He's going to be your guy. Um, I really like his skill set. And you know, you've always had a good defense. I think you, you know, you just have to get some reps, some playoff reps. On it. I agree. And I love the guy. They kept replaying it. That you know, they finally avenged those two. Wait, what they finally like, got him back? What are you like? Oh, oh, the, against the Cowboys, right? Okay, were they replaying yeah, yeah. the Super Bowls? Yeah, they were playing. They were playing this fan on like Twitter. That, that was like, 
the third time's the charm. We're getting it done. He was just going. Oh, no. Oh, no. From back in like 93 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh. Well, you know, he had two more Super Bowls losses to go through. Oh, so bad. Really happy, you know, Frank Gore now, you know, with the third all-time um, rushing. So, shout out to him as well. I am going – I could pander and go to the Bears or my – Instead, I'm going to go with kind of the obvious choice. Baltimore at home in the, in the kind of slugfest in the rain, beating the Niners. Yeah, big win. Two kind of like Super Bowl favorites going at it, and they came out on top in important way. No, did I lose you? Can you hear me? What? No, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Important win um, for them. You know, I think that was the biggest matchup of the weekend, you know. And now, if you look at Baltimore, they've beaten New England, the Texans, the Seahawks, the Rams, and now the 49ers. Mm-hmm. They have the most impressive presence. They do. And uh, another good one coming up this week where they uh, they go to Buffalo. So, right. Good test for both teams. I mean, I think Ravens would probably be favored, but the Bills pull this one off, and, you know, wow. You know, <laughs> things really start to mash up in the uh, AFC. Yeah, and also, you know, I will say, you know, Lamar Jackson is right now a runaway MVP winner. He has to be. Oh, it has to be. I mean, due respect <laughs> to Russell Wilson, but, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, you know, um, you know, this Ravens team to me has kind of the least amount of red flags. That's what's really, you know, making me think, okay, they're not just a nice story. They're probably the favorite right now, and I don't think there's any argument. Do you think the game this week was a uh, Super Bowl preview? Very easily could be. I don't think, uh, if you ask me, like, pure prediction, I don't think the Niners will get there. But they obviously can, mm-hmm. um, you know, with that defense and that running attack. Uh, but... Yeah, they certainly can. I, I think Seattle looks real scary. Um, can't yeah. count out the Saints. Hell, you can't, you can't count out the Vikings, even though you know they lost. They lost uh, in the second half, really, to the uh, Seahawks, and still made it a game. I mean, there's so many good teams in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now, question for you: Not to get off topic here with the Ravens, but you know, are the Vikings really? I know they're they're good. Are they more than just filling out the bracket good? And the reason I say that is their two big wins were against Philly and Dallas. Ever since then, have fallen apart. So, are those still good wins? And is, are we confident that Minnesota's good? Good? Or are they just? Hey, you're probably making the playoffs. Uh, so the the fact that we have so many big games coming down the stretch will obviously mm-hmm. answer that question. Um, I'd err on the side of legitimately good. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I think they need to get if cooked out. I mean, he got kind of banged up there. On mm-hmm. the, Although he said he's okay. On the night, yeah. And they got to get Thielen back. Diggs is kind of doing it all himself. Right. If those two don't come back, I don't think they're good. Good. No, um, no, I would agree on that. They yeah. need their weapons. But can I just say, Kirk Cousins has been playing out of his mind. Uh, you know, I know there were some people. Oh, still can't win a Monday night game. He had nothing to do That's with the loss, and he had everything to do with the fact that they were in that game to the and very end. Yeah, at all. I mean, that's a tough ask for anybody. Um, I'll say this to Kirk. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just saying everybody thought that he would be the weak link of the team, and he's not. Mm-hmm. Early in that game, I thought it was pretty obvious, like Russell Wilson, what he was doing versus Kirk Cousins. Wow, that you can't compare these two. 
But as the game grew, I will give Kirk Cousins credit. He was pushing the ball downfield more, you know, mm-hmm. not just check down Charlie, you know, get, get good, you know, a completion percentage and all this stuff. He right. was pushing down the field with limited weapons. And I'll give him definite credit for that, even in the loss. I think he sees the field very well. That's something that he's improved upon each year. Uh, obviously, he has a better team around him than he did when he was in Washington. All right, I got you. I think we're all on the same page here. So mm-hmm. back to um, our original team in purple. Here's the only two red flags I see that if Baltimore gets beat in the playoffs, this is what happens. Their wide receiver production. Do you know who their leading wide receiver was against the 49ers? A legit team that, you know, kind of team they'll see in the playoffs. Hmm. Who? Willie Sneed with 12 yards. Interesting. Uh, Lamar loves his tight ends. Hey, hell of a uh, hell of a stat, though. Nice job, buddy. And uh, insert your joke there about him loving tight ends. Hey, oh, don't we um, all? Right. So he had 105 passing yards. That's just not going to cut it in the playoffs to me. Um, you know, when you're playing like three weeks in a row, elite defenses or teams where you have to like. You might not play an elite defense, but you might play a team like the Chiefs where you know, hey, we got to probably go in here thinking we got to score at least 30. From uh, the Ravens? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So those are, that's red flag number one. They need more production out of their, uh, their wide receivers. And uh, the other one is they got to do better against the run. They have good, like, uh, defensive rankings, you know, if you just look at the raw numbers, but Three of their last four opponents have had 100-yard rushing games. And this includes the lowly Bengals, who Joe Mixon has no offensive line. Yeah. So he had 111 yards. And that was Dude. against the winless Bengals. So I got to think, maybe that was some garbage time. You know, I'm not going to – that's three of the last four games. So I think, you know, that that's something you can play. The Niners, and it's not raining, it's not home. That, that could be a big factor. Yeah, you know, unlike uh, years in the past, the Ravens don't have to rely this, you know, mm-hmm. this year with this team on just a just crazy defense. Uh, they've got a hell of an offense, and so it's interesting. You think maybe the defense has let up a little bit because the pressure's not on as much. I don't know. Um, yeah, it could be. Yeah, and then with Lamar back to the running, with Lamar being so good and being so able to create, uh, does the line sometimes? feel less of an urgency to, to, you know, to block in a traditional way. I don't know. I don't, that's kind of a weird way to no. say it, but. Yeah. I understand, like, maybe they're like, I'm not sure where he's going to be half the time. Right. So I'm just going to make my initial block and then just kind of like, okay, right. like, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. It's, an, it's wow. an interesting team. And, you know, they didn't know how it was going to work uh, as far as gambling on uh, Jackson and getting rid of Flacco, who, look, I understand he won a Super Bowl. And all that, uh, but I—I I mean, Flacco, good, a good quarterback for sure. I never mm-hmm. thought he was elite, and I know that word is the worst word. I know we all talk <laughs> sirens go off. You know, uh, no, I never. I mean, I thought he was a serviceable quarterback, but I thought that the decision to move on from him, even if Lamar Jackson didn't work out quite as well as he did, was the right move. Flacco is on the downswing of his career. You can see that in Denver oh, this season. Nice. And better to get out early than to over, uh, you know, try, try and squeeze, squeeze yeah. too much out of that orange. So get out of year early than a year late. I got 
I would agree with that. I, I think so. And you know what? Good teams in history have done that. You know, the 49ers famously traded mm-hmm. Montana to the Chiefs. And everyone's like, what are yeah. you doing? Yeah. And it's, oh, well, we got Steve Young, you know? Kind of, that, that was the thought I thought, you know, a lot of people were going with with Brady in New England. Yeah, well, oof. They get rid of him, and, and they haven't yet. So. Well, you know, I think that maybe the, the story was Belichick might have wanted to do that with Garoppolo and Brady mm-hmm. kind of went over his head, right? You know? And uh, I don't know if that's true. It seems like it could be. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. absolutely. There's something there for sure. Right. So kind of a big picture question for you. Am I wrong? Probably. To trust, right, right. Am, am I wrong to trust San Francisco? more in the long run. I'm talking like next five, ten years than Baltimore. Am I wrong in that? Like if I were that's not, not just this year. If I'm buying stock, I'm getting right. more San Francisco than Baltimore. Um boy, that's so there's so many factors there, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh it, it, Shanahan, is he gonna coach longer than Harbaugh will? Mm-hmm. Um the 49ers are a little younger. Does Jackson stay healthy for a running quarterback? That's the big one, right? Yeah, to me, what I'm thinking about, you know, it's a long-term Lamar factor. I think this league has a way of of when they get an off-season. And I know he, this is a first year that I have a full season of tape. This league has a way of correcting and, and kind of they're going to limit to some degree Lamar's production. Just just like Mahomes, who's been a little banged up. You knew he wasn't going to come in this year and throw 50. Right. He just knew it wasn't going to happen. And it's going to, whatever Lamar ends up with this year, you know next year he's not going to do this. It's just not going to. Well, that doesn't mean he can't be elite and one of the best in the game still, but he's the, doing unworldly things. The league has a tendency to catch up to, mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. new things. Um, I And of course, I, you know, I hope this doesn't happen, but he's puts himself out there where he could get injured at some point. And by the way, it could have nothing to do with the way he plays, right? Quarterbacks no, get no, injured. it's just happened. Quarterbacks yeah. could get injured. Here's my question for you, because everything you said is true. Do we put stock in Garoppolo being the man? I think he's very good. I don't necessarily – I'm not sure if he's, you know, all world yet. I mean, I kind of – is he is he better than Kirk Cousins? Uh. At this point, I think that's a, that's a good comp. I wouldn't say he's better. No, not um, yet, right? Maybe he, he can be. But it's the it's the unknown. It's the ooh, right. but he's just now getting going, kind of deal. And you know, with San Francisco, it's, it really has nothing to do with Garoppolo. It's that defense. It's the defense. If I get Kyle Shanahan to be my head coach, I get that monster line and that running attack. You know, and I got a QB and Garoppolo with a lot of upside. And he's more of a traditional quarterback, and maybe that says more about me than like the the landscape moving forward for Lamar Jackson. I just think it's proven time after time. You remember when RG three busted in the league? Yep. Colin Kaepernick was once said by Ron Jaworski, "Best he'll be the go down as the best quarterback in the league." Oh, Obviously, off the field stuff aside, this is way before that because he had that one run to the Super Bowl, but the league corrected itself, and that's. That's, you know, kind of what I'm seeing. I think I, – I don't know if I see Lamar being being a productive starting quarterback in seven years. Do you? Uh, so, at this point, sure, right? But like you say, we've, we've been here before. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think there's going to be a little bit of coming back down to earth. Um, <clears throat> I as far as far as where to buy stock, I just don't know. I want the the other thing is Kyle Shanahan has always had very good offenses. When he was the offense coordinator of the Redskins, and his dad was the head coach, the Redskins' mm-hmm. offense was very good. Uh, and, he, and he had uh, he had um, uh, RG three, and he had Kirk Cousins. Then he went to Atlanta, and the you know went to the Super Bowl. So I think no matter what you've got on the offensive side, you, under Shanahan you're going to be okay. I think you're right. It's the defense. They got Bosa right now. They've got Richard Sherman. They won't have him forever. He's still making plays. Um, good player to have. Their rookie, their rookie corner. I forget his name, but um, yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, great defensive captain in Sherman. Even though I think he's a jerk, uh, he's a great player and he's smart. So uh, as far as the stock, yeah, man, jerk. this might have. I'm not sure. You're going to go San Francisco. I think it's really, really close. I might actually – I can't disagree with you. I'm just not sure. Yeah, because to me, if, if, if Lamar Jackson, heaven forbid, gets hurt mm-hmm. or his production goes down, what kind of team are we looking at? Jimmy Grappo is not setting the world on fire, and this team's winning San Francisco several different ways. So that that's why I just think, like, Baltimore is kind of like a house to fire right now. Like, oh, my God, they're a runaway train. But San Francisco, to me, is really building a sustainable – and I'm not talking about next year Baltimore. I mean, but I'm talking no, no, I get it. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he won't have Mark Ingram, who is a beast. Mm-hmm. Um, He's an underrated sign. Yeah, when he left New Orleans, I kind of thought, oh, what are you doing? You've got such a great thing with Kamara. And, oh, okay. Sorry. All right, so that's enough about those two teams, um, as we might have like ten or previous last week. So those were our best uh, wins. What about worst losses? We got? Worst loss. I've got the Colts losing at home to the Titans. Mm-hmm. Division game. You drop to uh, to what did they go to six and six or mm-hmm. and, third place? Yeah, six and six could have been seven and five and dropped the Titans to six and six. Uh, you're out of the playoff hunt at this point. Meanwhile, the Titans are, I think, occupying the number seven spot because Pittsburgh has the uh, yeah, has the tiebreaker. Tie bad. bad loss, Colts. It, this late in the That's season, cool. bad loss. Not a not okay. a killer. Block. Yeah. Put yourself in a bad position behind now two of your uh, division foes, and now the titans are one game behind the texans and the colts are two games behind them for the division league just a bad loss at and home texans and titans still play twice yeah last week i actually think the kind of playoff and i think that's a really good pick some of the um, adrenaline off of andrew luck and like let's back, you know come together don't worry team i think that's worn off and i think mm-hmm. the colts are done i think not a killer because they still obviously have four games left to play. They have a shot, but it, they're done. They're done. I mean, it's, uh, this really no. I, I say Houston because I, I they got Oakland next. And I think they beat them. I it's gonna be close because Co- Oakland's it, fighting for a playoff spot too. True, they, but they dropped a big one. That's actually uh, we'll get. Oakland at home, I think they win that. There, I don't know besides Baltimore if there's a hotter team in the league. Then that first Texans matchup is at home. Mm. Yeah. 
So even if te- 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 if the Texans win, they have the tiebreaker with two weeks left. And I think, you know, Mike Vrabel, who I want to almost hire, he didn't fire Mike Bush yet, um, could be coach of the year for what he's doing. With no, no, I – yeah. One. I agree, and I think Humble. I think I think that is a very mediocre team. I think we saw when Tannehill came in just how, uh, not to be mean to him, but that's how inept Mariota was. <laughs> and that's that's a team that I don't think is very good. That that is getting more from less than I think any other team in the league. And I agree with that. That said, if you assume the Titans and Texans split their two games, you're telling me giving the Texans nine wins and three additional games to play, you're telling me they're not getting two more wins out of that? Um, I just think the t- Titans are better. I love Derrick Henry. I think he might be the production-wise one of the, the best running back in the, in the league right now. Yeah, Texans, uh, play, maybe, but the Texans play the Broncos at home and then at Tampa Bay in week 16 when Tampa's going to have nothing to play for, not to mention the two games versus the Titans. So even if you I'm say... Not a huge thing. I'm just not, I don't believe in them. I just don't. You're not a what? I'm not a Texans guy. I like Sean. No, no, I don't. I don't yeah, I don't. I don't put any stock in the Texans. I think if they play Buffalo in the wild card, or if they play um, honestly anybody in the wild card game, I think they lose. Here's all to what I think. I think in within week 16, Tennessee plays New Orleans. I think New Orleans has that wrapped up and it's done. Now, as I mentioned, you not are you are listening. My dinner's being so entertain the folks by yourself. Oh, all right. That's a that's a heck of an alarm there you got. Then again, if you're gonna have food delivered, you're gonna want to know when that's there. Yeah, it's like fine. Good lord, do not let that ring again. Our listeners will never come back. So uh, this is gonna be. Let's see here. Kyle's right that the Texans and Titans play twice. And the Texans have Denver and Tampa. Man, Titans got to play the Saints in week 16. The Saints might be fighting for a playoff spot. I still don't think they necessarily beat the Raiders. I got to go with the Texans here. So listeners can hold our feet to the fire. I'm willing to are – you, are you back? I'm back. We got a little, little salad and pizza action. All right, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out on your uh, on your bet with the uh, Texans and Titans. We gotta make we gotta make a bet here. Something something fun. All right, yeah. I'm taking I'm think, taking the Texans. I think the Titans when they play the Saints, as you mentioned, I think the Saints have wrapped it all up. I don't think they care. I don't think they care. That might be a Teddy Bridgewater game. Hmm. It, yeah, it could be. But what if they're fighting for you know uh, a first round bye? Could be. Well, they're going to care. They're going to care a lot. <laughs> They'd rather play in um, New Orleans than in Seattle, mm. as we know. Yeah, the Beast Bone game. They don't want to repeat that. Okay, well, I can think of something because I'm sticking by my Tennessee. You're growing with Houston. I get it. That's fine. I'm going with kind of the hot team. You're going with the kind of, I think, wait, I, I understand your logic. Like, it seems like there's a higher percentage that Houston. Right. Well, we'll have a we'll have a gentleman's agreement on that. A gentleman's. So, bet. so, who who do you think Pitt, the Pittsburgh gets the last 
spot are at this point. Right now, they're in the last spot. I don't know if that necessarily stays. Well, a lot of people like Pittsburgh, and I do think Pittsburgh has a pretty favorable um, uh, schedule going out. I'm pulling it up now. <laughs> Pittsburgh's got – oh, boy. Well, they've, they've got the Cardinals – the Jets, the Bills, and the Ravens in the last week of the season, which might not matter to the Ravens. Two, two tough ones, two easy ones. So, so Pittsburgh could be yeah. nine and seven, and that might be enough to get mm-hmm. a wild card spot. They could be ten and six. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, they got Duck playing quarterback. Talk about. I've mentioned Mike Drabel maybe coming over here. How about Mike Tomlin? He gets his name in the playoffs. No, John Connor. No. Ben Rossover, no, no, no Antonio Brown, no, no Le'Veon Bell. Yep. I mean, and he, I mean, they had the same amount of wins at this point last year with all those guys. Right. Yeah. Crazy. I, Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin doesn't Tomlin. get a whole lot of respect, but uh, he's doing the job. So my worst loss. I was just about. I was wondering if yours was actually the Colts to the Titans as well. Philly to the Dolphins. Oh, that is a bad one. They were up two. And they lose. Yeah, and they lose when they could have taken a good a good position to win the NFC East, which sucks. Mm-hmm. That division we'll get to a later, but yeah, that division. They're now they're, the only thing that wouldn't make it the worst loss. Is that division is still up for grabs. So at the end of the day, it might not mean anything, but it was they could have had a stranglehold on as weird as that sounds. Right. With, with a win there, um, even though that would just. Does this mean that you like the Redskins to possibly win the division? Redskins still alive, still alive. Uh, unbelievable! Now they that not for the Wildcat, only the division. But if they won out, what would they be? Seven and nine? Yes, because we're three and nine. And that now. would get it done. That would get it, it done. It very well might. Because and we we also we play it. we play uh, Green Bay, New York. Philly and Dallas. So if we went out, you know, obviously we'd have to beat Philly and Dallas, so they'd they'd suffer some losses. It could, so it could you're, t- you're saying there's a chance. Let's dive right into it for a little Redskins here. Oh boy. Um, we 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 did our load management. We were out for a couple of weeks, but Haskins, the selfie moment, big deal or not? Um, I'm going to say overall not. If he learns from it. It's a big deal if he if he continues with this kind of behavior. This is the kind of dumb thing that if you're going to be serious, if you're going to be serious about becoming a, a great player in this league, you don't repeat mistakes like that. And so if he owns it and doesn't repeat it, not a big deal. Good learning moment. Yeah, I thought it was high there him going make a case game go kneel the ball. So whatever and going and taking crowd selfie. Uh, unbelievable. Right. I'm not, not forgetting it was during a win. So that's the most right. important thing, obviously. Well, they hadn't won yet. Uh, well, but, okay. Wait, it was a kneel down, though. We had won. The, I, I am not one to think this stuff is big. But it does need to be corrected. And if it, anything like this happens again, then I think it is a big deal. So I kind of echo what you said. Yeah. It's just, it cracked me up. That was the best thing um, ever. You know, the three Redskins fans were there. He got selfies with all of them. It was fantastic. Yeah. Is, it, is he your it, guy? It, he, he, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, it, conversely, if he's very successful 
it could become kind of, you know, a funny piece of Redskins right. lore kind of thing, right? It's just the team Gus is Farad. so bad, right? Yeah, Gus Farad banging his head <laughs> into the um, into the, the end zone thing. Uh, no, the, 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 team, the team is so bad right now that we don't need this kind of stuff. This Stuff like this mm-hmm. that happens is the mark of an undisciplined crap team. And, oh, gee. Nobody has it. Right. So... Um. We, it's we, we, we shall... guy moving forward. You're, you're going to get a high draft pick. Are you comfortable with yes. drafting no, some other position? That. Yes. In fact, I am not comfortable with drafting a quarterback. Don't. And I love Joe Burrow. I do. But uh, you, you, you drafted Haskins in the first round. You ride him out uh, next season. You get him all the reps mm-hmm. with the ones during the offseason. And if this, if next season we're in the same position and he's not, you know, getting any better, then maybe you start taking other looks. But you got to go with this. You got to develop him. I don't think he's bad. I just don't know if he's got the potential. Well, I think he has the potential to be great. Uh, he's not comfortable in the pocket yet. His throws tend to sail high. Um, but the athleticism's there. He's real smart. Let's uh, develop him, you know? Who do you hear saying you want Mike McCarthy? And yes. There's another. Yep. Uh, Head coach that has been to a Super Bowl and deep in the wilds sometimes. Ron Rivera now. Riverboat Ron. Um, he's out in Carolina. Do you, if would you entertain him at all, Washington? He kind of uh, was there when Cam came in, brought him along as success. Right. Could he do the same acting? Yeah, I like Ron Rivera. I'm going to stick with my. I'm, I'm going to stick with my pick for McCarthy as my number one. But if Rivera were to be the guy, I'd be just fine with that. Yeah, I think McCarthy, because he won a Super Bowl and went to another, a little more, little more juice there than um, Rivera. Plus, McCarthy, you know, when the guy probably was fired, kind of, yeah, yeah, he was fired. But now we've had a year to forget about that. So, right. You know. I also don't know. I mean, I, I don't always agree with some of Rivera's decisions. But with that said, uh, I think McCarthy's generally been a little more successful um, but like I said, either of those guys are kind of no nonsense, you know, old school head coaches who are respected by their players, mm-hmm. and that's important. So, and, and like, and like, uh, Ron Vera had a, uh, a, the day after he got fired, had a press conference to say goodbye to the media and everything and address him. Class move. Obviously, he's got comfortable on his own skin mm-hmm. to be able to do that. Players love those. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam Newton, um, pretty, pretty, uh, good endorsement. He said this, this one really hurt. Um, when Rivera got hurt, do you think Cam Newton's out at Carolina? No, if anything, I think this saves his mm-hmm. uh, opportunities in Carolina. I know the mm-hmm. two were close, but I think Rivera was maybe starting to move away from him, and I think a new coach that comes in might say, hey, you know, I can do something with this guy. We'll have to see. So that pokes a hole, but you know we're in, in my theory here. I have a theory I'm still going to throw out. All right. Uh Ron Rivera made as a player made his um, made his name playing in what city? Chicago. Um, who has a quarterback that is bombing and probably not going to be started? Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, but would, but does Matt Nagy get tossed out? Um, given the uh, tone of the town right now. I would not be wow. surprised. Wow. So I, that would be a Chicago. little hasty, I think. 
Chicago is cutthroat. Uh, I don't think it has the the you know sports you know way that uh, reputation I should say of like in New York, but it's very much like New York. I feel like the fans will love you, they'll hate you, they'll tell you every way. If this season, the Bears have a little opportunity, but if this season truly goes south, like everybody please do. Could you see a little package deal? Ron Rivera, Cam Newton, you know, um, to resurrect what was a win-now model here in Chicago. What does – how many years does Cam have on his contract? I think he's a free agent. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, your theory holds a lot of water. I I didn't think he was, but I could be wrong. Because the Bears would have to offer something. Newton, time, unrestricted free agent in 2020. Wow. Okay. So they basically, mm-hmm. it would have to be like a sign and trade mm-hmm. kind of thing. But the, the Panthers, yeah. the Bears would have to give something up. Uh, I mean, I would assume for sure. No, he's, he's unrestricted. Free oh, agent. he is. I thought, I thought there was he's one ready. more year. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh 20, so it's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's, year. hey, man, uh, that's, that's a theory I could get behind then. I also think Cam fits – I don't know about Ron Rivera, but I think Cam would fit in L.A. Because they're in a similar spot with an older guy with Philip Rivers. They're probably going to move on. I mean, on. I think they should. Same, same thing and as the Flacco stuff, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you put – instead of they're not going to have a great, very high draft pick, so do you just get Cam in there, star power? You, you're going to have your new stadium next year in, in L.A. Proper. Is Anthony Lynn going to be the coach? Does that make sense? Okay. I don't think so. I think he's uh I think he is too and I think he should be. Yeah. That's again it's quick. It's two years, I think, but I mean give me well, a he's doing the opposite keep... of and it's, I'm not saying it's all on him, but when you're the coach, you get the blame, you get the credit, um, along with the quarterback. He's the opposite of Vrabel. Vrabel's finding ways to win games they should lose, and Anthony Lynn is finding ways to lose games they should win. So, yeah. So, so real quick, anybody, any prediction on who you think will be the next? Is it Anthony? Lynn? The next one to go. One of the New York guys. Who, who do you think? Who do you think I oddly think that Dan Quinn's job might be safe in Atlanta, well, because they've had some big wins, and I think he's liked. Um, good question. On who? Um, I, I think it's Jason Garrett. Because I don't, the Cowboys, if they win the division, will not win a playoff game, and that'll be the end of that. They play in Chicago tomorrow night. Uh, right. I don't necessarily think he loses. He loses a job in the middle of the season, but if the Cowboys lose this week, and all of a sudden the playoffs are in doubt, I could see Jerry Jones making that firing to kind of light a fire under the team. Yeah. Probably makes the season, but I actually think that division. Horn has three new head coaches. You think Shermer's out? Peterson. Two in New York, two straight double-digit loss seasons. And third, yeah, I just don't. I don't see that. I mean, you want to be patient and give a guy another year, but it's New York, it's the NFL, I think. Hmm. I could see it. I mean, I could see either way because I think Shermer's liked and I think, you know, they're trying to get something going with Barkley and and, um, Danny Dimes and all that. So, I don't know, but nobody knows what Gettleman's going to do. So that kind of segues in a weird year, uh, weird way to the next topic I want to tackle. 
Um, and and um, do you think the Giants are a threat to my Bengals for the number one pick? Because they'd have the number two pick now, and would they just take another part? Um, that- no, I don't think they're a threat. I, I, I don't think so. I think I, I, I still think the Redskins lose to the Giants, so <laughs> the Giants are going to have uh, another. Yeah, do me a solid. Yeah. Get the Giants and win. Hey, man, we're trying to help ourselves. Every time we win, we slide in the draft, you know? Speaking of my Bengals, they got a win, baby. 1-11, and 11, we hey, did it. Congrats. I'm happy for we you. We did I'm it. Happy. We got the Gatorade back. It was awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate no, it. I am. I'm happy for you. You know, hey, man, you earned it. Coach Taylor is off the schneid. Like, like you know, he was at East Dillon. And uh, are you, you a Friday Night Lights guy? What's that? No, no, I didn't, no yeah. I didn't watch it. Wow, that's a big omission. I, I wow, don't know. You got to get I on there. I watched like two episodes and I wasn't impressed. But... Great. Great. Gotta, I'll try again. Gotta, I'll try again. I'll try again. Oh, the East Dillon. Fantastic. <laughs> but they beat the Jets 22 to 6. And it was capped off by only the way the Bengals can win. By the Jets getting called for a safety because they had a holding penalty in the end zone. Hey, all right. It was fantastic. <laughs> only, only in Cincinnati is that how you get your insurmountable well, lead? Usually, you'd you'd think that the Bengals would be pulling that kind of nonsense. Right. It's nice to see another in that team, the old Spider-Man meme where he's pointing himself. So, uh, Bengals, Jets. Um, quick Jet fantasy football story. I did not make the playoffs because of the Tiger. And this is due to because when the Raiders played at the Jets, I started their car instead of St. Arnold. Their car that day scored 4.1 points, Sam Darnold. That's tough. That is a 24.1 point difference. I lost by 15. So that's tough. You can suck it now, Sam Darnold. You screwed me a couple <laughs> weeks ago for fantasy. And now you lost to the lowly Bengals, and everybody hates you. Yep. Is Sam Darnold the answer? I like him. I think he's kind of a dude. Um, I'd stick with him. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm, I would definitely stick a... with him. I mean, the same thing as Haskins, right? You kind of have to, right? And he's shown enough. Yeah. I think he's shown enough to. I like Darnold. I, you know, I'm not an Adam Gaze fan. I, I think they have the wrong coach in there. That's what worries me about him, but. At least he's offensive-minded. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So, more on the Bengals, and please indulge me. You know, up until this win, I, I felt like Andy Dupree, Jason. I was just, this season, I was just swimming through a pipe full of food. <laughs> it's a family in, show, man. It's a family, family podcast. And sewage, and, you know, Joe Burrow was my light at the end of the you know, when Andy Dufresne gets out and he's in the rain, he puts his hands up. That was going to be me on Do you remember to bring your bar of soap? I know. And that Ziploc bag just had everything in yep. there. That was amazing. Don't forget. Um, Burrow was going to be my freedom moment, but I got a little taste of it. We got a little breath of fresh air in the middle. We finally got a win. We don't join the 0 16 club. We're not going to do it. Yeah. But but now you, you can't win too much because you're gonna lose you're gonna lose Burrow, or what's his face from Ohio State? No, we gotta yeah, go Burrow. I'm hundred percent. No, I agree. unless you guys get Cam Newton, huh? Huh? 
We're not. I, I don't like Kane, but we're not win now. We need what, a young uh, guy that can grow. You should keep uh, keep Dalton around. He had a nice game, huh? No, no. Uh, <laughs> love Dalton, all time franchise leader in touchdowns. Now. You could hire uh, Marvin Lewis back. Um, I think Marv, you know, he's looking spelt on the Arizona State sidelines there. He can just stay there and, and, and you know, talk about the old days, the youngsters. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a lecture. See, it's <laughs> Absolutely. I love Arizona. So what do you so, – so go ahead. So the Bengals have the Battle of Ohio. Okay. okay. Am I crazy? Another another big big time. Am I crazy that I'd rather be the Bengals for the next five years? Uh, yes. Sorry, but the Browns <laughs> actually have something a core that they can build on, and the Bengals don't right now. So sorry, but the Browns are in a better position for the next five years. So <clears throat> hear me out. Here's my case. Okay. First for the Bengals, they got the coach in place. Okay, the Bengals are patient, and by everything I've fallen this year, the players really like Zach, despite you know the zero and eleven. Okay, I mean that's good. Joe Burrow fired after one year. No, you and you know anywhere that might be might be in the in the top. We're not in Cincinnati. That's not all. All right, we give a guy too much time. Right, Mm -hmm. you Joe Burrow's coming. Unless they screw it up. So you're going to have your franchise quarterback. You're going to have your coach. A.J. Green's going to resign. I know this because Larry Fitzgerald is his role model. And Fitzgerald stuck with the Cardinals despite him probably shouldn't have been. And, and A.J.'s going to – they're going to figure it out. He's going to come back. That gives you – as a rookie quarterback, that gives you Mixon, Ross, Green on tape. He even throwing a little Gio Bernard and uh, Tyler Eifert. That's a good offensive skill. It is, but it's it's right? there's so many assumptions there. That they're all gonna and be defense there. Defense is nowhere to go but up. Defense is nowhere to go but up. Hey man, I love that you're a fan of them, and as a Redskins fan, I commiserate. I uh, can't get on board this train with you though. So so that's half of it. Here's the here's where Oh, there's more but wait, there's more. Well you, you gotta go, would you rather be the Brown? Freddie Kitchen stick. Okay, yeah, I think that's pretty clear. He's done a bad. He is over his head. It's pretty clear. He's wearing, he, he looks like he looks a buffoon. Yeah, he does. He you always talk about Vic, Uncle Vic Fangio. Does he give you confidence? No. As he's trying to No, he's a buffoon. He's a buffoon. Freddie Kitchens looks like he can't, you know, pick his own nose and walk it. <laughs> I bet you he'll try. So, and given the Browns' history under this owner. They've had more coaches than the rest of the division combined since this guy's taken. That's true. Who knows what the coach is going to be? They could fire Freddie Kitchens, strike out on Mike McCarthy, and then hire just the next Freddie Kitchens that they're going to fire after a year. So if you're the Browns, do you, and let's assume they're going to fire Freddie Kitchens, do you Mm -hmm. go anywhere with your first shot other than Lincoln Riley, who coached Baker Mayfield? I think, I think. There's no downside to that. I would be shocked if he came. Oh, I, I don't know. An opportunity Cleveland. to work with your favorite quarterback and, and all those weapons they have, and, and basically you can be the savior of that <laughs> franchise 
And oh, also, uh, I think there's some money in the NFL. I'm not sure. I'm not a doctor. Yeah, but he's at Oklahoma. It's not like he's making it. And if it doesn't work out in in um, in Cleveland, he'll be right back in the uh, in college football at a big name school. See, I it, that's true. That there's there's no risk in the long run. Um, if he fails the NFL, he'd get a college job, uh, whatever the best right. was. I, I just think he holds out. He, he takes if he goes to the NFL, ever it's gonna be the Cowboys. It's gonna be the Patriots when Belichick know, leaves. It's going to be a bigger job. Like, Cleveland, I just right. – you know, I just – I think Mike McCarthy, because their GM, his name escapes me, is a Green Bay guy. Oh, that's right. I think yeah, I know who you're talking about. John uh, Dorsey. Thank you. Yeah. So, I think that's maybe – but I, I don't know the Browns. And, and, and are they ruining Baker Mayfield with this bad coaching? And if they don't strike a goal with – you know, a Lincoln Riley or Mike McCarthy in the next go around? Are they just like, I think there's some doubt there. Yeah. I don't know. But, but, but if you're the, uh, if you're the Browns, that's at least your first um, move, right? That's your, that's your mm-hmm. first attempt. I guess what I'm looking at is you're getting to see the Browns really screw up their first real chance at a winner with this group. You know, you got Odell and Baker, and you got the helmet incident. Kind of seems like this roster could be kind of a powder keg, way low if like they lose a couple more games. I don't know. I just I, nothing about. They have a lot of group of talent, but I don't see a unit unless they get a great coach. I think. Yeah, I mean, it could be the biggest miss, right? Because people were picking them to win the division, and it could be yeah. the biggest miss. I mean, it kind of already is for the season. But if the if the Browns don't make the playoffs at some point in the next three years, it'll be just like, what are you guys doing? God just does not want you to win. Could you imagine this year two more with them not make the playoffs? Say that one more time. Like you said, three more years. Mm-hmm. Well, let's say they don't make it this year, which they're not, and then they don't the next two years. Like oh, it's... Baker's not going to be the quarterback. No. Odell's not going to be there. It'll be starting. Neither will Landry. Yeah, it absolutely will be start from scratch, and it will be just like, oh my gosh, the, you know, the league was right when they turned him into the Ravens and moved him to Baltimore. Never should have brought this team back. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I understand, as I was saying it out loud, I understand a lot of assumptions, but I guess what I'm saying is the Bengals kind of have a clean slate. They're going to be going nowhere, and the, they're still going to, they're just going to start the ascension. Which might just be five wins the first year, but they'll be promised. I don't know. I'm just I'm biased, obviously. And, and I like Baker Mayfield, but I think he's too worried about Colin Cowherd and not, you know, game yeah. plan for They'd say that's the long term watch, right? Like there's there's a couple of them. There's how long does the Patriots dynasty last? Is this Brady's last year, et cetera? There's the Browns. Will they ever get out of the dumpster? Um you know, there was it was supposed to be this season, but it wasn't. What's gonna happen with Oakland in Vegas? With the, I should say, with the Raiders in Vegas, right? Um, will Will LA ever kind of um, embrace the Chargers? There's a lot of good stuff to watch, like for like you know, like a like a three to five year window coming up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so many, you know, whether it's your team, like you know, the Redskins, Bengals start to scratch or league wide with you know, what happens to. And you got we're we're getting an era where a lot of quarterbacks are going to be gone. Big Ben, 
Rivers, Eli, you know, a lot of these dudes we've been watching for a long, long time are not going to appear. Brady, obviously, too. Oh, Flacco. I mean, I just yeah. like all these guys are aging out. Drew Brees ain't going to be here very much longer. And, like, we're starting to see, like, Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, the next group come oh, through. Yeah. But, Brissett. Eh, maybe. Who knows? But, uh, Deshaun yeah, Watson it should be the tournament. Yeah, Watson definitely. Yeah. Danny Dimes. Oh, boy, Joe Burrow. Um, yeah, there you go. So, we'll see. Um, you know, those are some great points. And I think, you know, I'm fascinated by Gruden. Um, I see it's eight more years left. I'm interested in Gruden. What happens or what's he end up on like the Redskins or Bengals or mm-hmm. some team that strikes out in the draft. They go with Derek Carr, roll the dice. Who knows? Um so good stuff. Before we get before we get to games to look forward to in week fourteen. Anything we miss it? Um no, I think that was good. We got to, uh, you know, maybe when the playoff picture starts getting to be mm-hmm. a little clearer, we could do maybe a little contest between the two of us for picks. Um, so that's something to look forward to. And, you know, we can even maybe maybe next week we can talk about our predicted, not just our predicted uh, 12 playoff teams, but in which position they fall. That would be a good prediction for after this week's games, don't you think? Super Bowl predictions, but everything leading Everything, up. yep. Everything leading up. And then once the playoffs start, we can do uh, one with the actual teams. Titans, Reds. Like, hey, it could happen. It's, it's mathematically <laughs> so, so, what's your game, what, what, what game are you looking forward to? There was a couple I considered. Battle of Ohio, we already met. Say that again? Battle of Ohio. Well, okay, that's – let's pretend you didn't say that. We'll move on. We got a, a shout-out to part of my take, guys. The loser leaves town game. Dallas at Chicago. That loser is done. And the coach might be fired. The court – well, that's fine. Mm-hmm. No, um, that's true. That's, but I'm going to go with the obvious. It's Kansas City. Oh, that's, you think so, huh? You think that's, that's the, the obvious? New England needs to reassert themselves in Kansas City. Um, you know, big chance to kind of reassert themselves as well as like, you know, hey, we should be more the new team. Okay. I think that that's potential AFC. I think there's three teams in the AFC. Baltimore and those two. Yeah, I would agree with that. But as far as the game, as far as the best game to look forward to, so I think there's three games that you could have chosen from, and to me, none of the three are obvious. Um, I like, I like the first is 49ers at the Saints. The good one. That's, good you know, one. that's going to have playoff two. implications, obviously. The second is what you pick, Chiefs at Patriots. And the third is the Sunday night game, Seahawks at Rams, because Seahawks playing away from home. I think the Rams could steal one. I don't think they will. I think this is what effectively ends the Rams' playoff hopes. But talk about kind of a great dude. Yeah, yeah, but that's okay. They'll be all right. I think. I, I, you know, Jared Goff is the big question there. But that's going to be a good game. That's a that's at least a good game to look forward to and watch and see. Because if the Rams win that, they move to eight and five, and Seahawks move to ten and three. I mean, the Rams aren't going to win that division, but that does place them in the wild card hunt pretty pretty stoutly. They'd be dead. I think like that. 100%. 100%. They got to go with the uh, 
the yellow squirrel uh, oh, navy God, blue helmet. So bad. They can't be going with that white. Oh, the white is yeah bad, but then they and stop with the all yellow jerseys. Yeah, God, yeah, a yeah. bunch of highlighters. I'm a rush. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, man, I'm glad to be back on the uh, get to get us back on the air. Felt here. good. Yeah. It felt good. Uh, felt real good to be back. Uh, we'll be back next week and for the rest of the season. No more loading management. And, uh, we can get it back together as we press towards the playoffs and the holidays. Thanks for coming on, Jason, as always. Yeah, buddy. Um, if you have missed um, all our previous football or you feel like you need to reacquaint yourself with us and get your football knowledge and caught up on the season, subscribe. We are available through the KB Podcast on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you find your podcast. Um, and, you know, thank you for pushing play. Two Well, see you later.